0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephyr only on 101.9 High FM.
1: Load-shedding has become part of our daily lives. Thankfully, ESCOM supplies us with updated schedules that inform us as to the level of outages and when we're going off and for how long. But I've often wondered how the system is decided on and who works the grid and what is the systems operator? Well, I'm absolutely delighted to have Sikhanati Manchansha, the spokesperson of ESCOM, as my guest to shed light on this topic. Uh, Sikhanati, welcome and thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thank you, Charlize, and uh, thanks for having me
1: on the show. Sikhanati, I think my most burning question for you is whether the lights go off by an artificially intelligent computer or whether there's a real live human being that is standing there going and pulling down a lever and will come back in two to four hours to do the same again.
0: So it works like this. Uh, ESCOM at the National Control Centre in Jemiston, uh, that's the system operator who is part of the transmission division. That's the person that receives information and electricity from the power stations and must distribute to the customers, mostly the, the, the municipalities, you and I. And that team of people then is able to, to, to make a decision as to whether shedding would be required or not. And they give the instruction to the municipalities on what amount they must shed. And various municipalities, particularly Johannesburg, still has people driving around going to substations to do the tripping, particularly because their systems are a bit outdated. Some of the municipalities actually uh, ca- can do it uh, uh, virtually sitting sitting in, the, in, the con- in their own control centres and, and you don't have too many vehicles going on and about. But ESCOM itself also does have the ability from Uh, some of its control centers around the country to automatically switch off the municipalities without them going up and down physically to do the switching.
1: Yeah, I've been because I would have thought that this was one system controlled. And I don't know, when I imagine a grid and when you actually talk about the grid whether it's the same thing but my image is a huge big screen and there's a map of South Africa and they're different colors I don't know how many different colors there are but maybe six and you schedule those colors and develop the outages so that everybody gets it somehow fairly but I'm not sure if that's really true.
0: No you're you, you absolutely correct uh, that, that that's uh, particularly with the with the with the national control remember uh, then the municipalities have to implement in their own areas and the municipalities develop the schedule uh, that is then agreed with escom and is consolidated into an escom load shedding schedule the municipalities uh, uh, definitely have to make sure that everybody uh, gets uh, uh, gets it equally uh, the, the the load shedding
1: but in a way i mean uh, you, when i was up north in um limpopo in july um, I learned that certain areas, the whole little Dorpie, the whole little town, goes off at the same time. And um, whereas here in Joburg, if I literally go up two blocks, I will have electricity. Two blocks down, I won't. Um, how, how does it work?
0: The whole Dorpie in that example you've just mentioned could really just be a small town of 100,000 people and and. Uh, the savings uh, the, the saving in terms of the capacity uh, would be very negligible if you had to switch off 20,000 uh, households or businesses at a time. So uh, then they have it for, let's say for that two hours and, and that's it then they will have it uh, over the next 48 hours. It does definitely work like that. Johannesburg is a whole lot more populated and certainly the Gauteng the, uh, the, the province consumes uh, about twenty, uh, about forty. Uh, no, let's repeat that. That's thirty percent of of total capacity on a daily basis. So it, it it's it's only then uh, possible to to switch off uh, suburbs individually where you can. Uh, it it would really have to be a very desperate situation if you had all of Johannesburg off at the same time, and there yeah. would be serious uh, repercussions for that.
1: Yeah, so I agree. But is it then necessary, again, when I think of my small little dorpie, um up north, if they are so small and they're not consuming that much, and even like further out, like the Kruger National Park, is it necessary to, to even switch those little places off or holiday resorts?
0: Yes. It, 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 remember, as I have said, it is the municipalities that must do the switching in their areas. ESCON only gives the amount that it requires from the municipalities. And, and uh, now imagine if you lived in town and you got, uh, let's say Tabazimbi and you always got low trading, but you know that your property out in the farms doesn't get, you, you wouldn't be very happy. You would uh, wish they, they just switch off the farm and not the, 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 where you live on a daily basis. So, so yes, every megawatt is, required, is needed at times, and and you get that in the smallest of places. The reality is it has to be fair and it has to be equitable. Uh, it, it should not be the exclusive domain of, uh, of the people who live in the suburbs.
1: You said it has to be fair, Sikanati, and this is just personal, my own personal observation. I'm sure many of my listeners, like me, find that this power outage going off from 6 o'clock at PM, you know, um, 1800 hours to twenty hundred hours possibly the worst. Am I being melodramatic when I say we always seem to go off at that time? Every time there's a new load shedding, do you start the schedule from beginning or do you just carry on from where it was last, where you were last?
0: So every every stage of load shedding has got different times and amount of uh, uh, outage required. Uh, and the, the way the system is designed is that uh, it should not target a certain areas or specific areas and they should not only just get load shed at a particular time because then that would mean uh, others don't get load shed uh, at all or they, they, they get favorable hours. And I don't know what favorable hours are uh, in terms of load shedding. It's, it's horrible, it's totally, uh, it should not be happening at all, it's not acceptable. So really, there can be no better time to load shed. Of course, when we are all sleeping, there are those that are working and require the electricity. So that's our reality, but it only happens as a last resort, and it has to rotate and and, and make sure that uh, it's equitable at least.
1: You talk about equitable. Um. So actually, I'm going to leave equitability for away alone for a moment and go back to your person that is in the municipality that drives around. Um. Do you have? I mean, you obviously must have shifts, but have you ever panicked that you know in the early hours of the morning your person is not going to be able to, or has forgotten to put the electricity back?
0: It, it definitely has happened that uh, where I live, I, I have had to phone the municipality and find out, guys, we were supposed to be back on 40 minutes ago, what's going on? Uh, they may not say it in so many words, but uh, through my own uh, colleagues at Eskom, I have also found out that w- when I made the, the, those calls to the, to the municipality to check, the the reasons would be so flimsy why we are not back on and and it would turn out that someone has actually not gotten to the substation for whatever reason. You can imagine being after hours what the possible reasons could be.
1: Yeah, no, because, you know, often, as I said, I kind of imagine this poor person driving around two o'clock probably sleep in the eyes two o'clock in the morning you know pushing the thing and then kind of falling asleep and not putting it back on at four o'clock in the morning but I guess that's not really happening as 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 much. I mean are these people bribable? can we do we know where our own local stations are that if they do forget we can put it back on ourselves
0: if I knew I would never have no treading in my area Let's repeat again, Uh, uh, these are not ESCOM employees at this point who do go uh, around to the switching. They are the municipalities, the various municipalities. They have to implement physically the load shedding. If ESCOM does it, it uh, it would have to be a really desperate situation where, uh, let's say, in the highly unlikely event that we will go above stage eight which is the highest that's catered for at this point it would have to be national control that makes sure that let's be clear here again load shedding is implemented to prevent a blackout whenever there is a risk the system operator is empowered by law to not request permission not from escom itself from the chief executive not from the president not from the minister but to implement the law and that is to, to to protect the, the system. So if we were to get into such as I said, highly unlikely event that we would need more than 8,000 megawatts, it would have to be done from head office because within seconds you could collapse the whole grid and the consequences of that are really dire.
1: Yeah, and th- I'm sure you know none of us want to think about that as all, but um, Sikanati, I suppose you have to think about that a lot more than we do. And I'm sure it keeps you up at night and nobody wants to get a phone call at four o'clock in the morning with an update of the electricity, because we all know it's never going to be good news. For you personally, do you get attacked for the load shedding and how is your mental health?
0: I I, I sleep soundly until that call arrives, Uh, uh, because what else can one do? Uh, As a communicator, my job is to inform the people of South Africa, one, what the problem is to what is being done to resolve the problem. Uh, and we have not been having too many successes on the doing, uh, or, on the resolving of the problem, of course. And then uh, I have to come back again and tell you how far or how, how little we have succeeded in doing what we should, we should be doing to reduce or, or eliminate low trading at that point. And yes, I do get attacked by people who seem to confuse my role with the actual engineering. I, I've never touched a spanner in the uh, in, in, in the power station, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, people look at me and say, since you joined Eskom, there's more load shedding. Maybe you should just leave so that we can get less load shedding. Sure, the spokesperson can leave, but the, the engineers will still be on the plant doing what they are doing today.
1: So you the messenger and you're saying, please don't shoot the messenger, basically.
0: I, I have never had to plead for my life, fortunately, so far. At least, uh, 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 that's not to say everyone is very happy to see me. Definitely not, I represent some.
1: Siknati, you said something that kind of um, made me also wonder. You yourself experience load shedding. There is, I don't know if it's true or not, a, a feeling that some people are exempt from load shedding, depending on where they live and if a minister is close by. Is this true?
0: That's absolutely untrue in terms of the regulations that govern load shedding, where ESCOM is concerned and indeed where municipalities are concerned. Uh, It's a rule NRS 048. Everybody in South Africa, every household, every business, every institution gets load shed. There are exactly only two exceptions. One is the seat of government and Parliament. Seat of government is the union building. Only the union building is exempt from low trading together with Parliament. The second uh, category of businesses that are exempt from low trading are power stations that produce coal for ESCOM. So uh, st- uh, power station, s- sorry, I-, I mean mines, are mines that produce coal for ESCOM. So th- those that are Uh, are are critical to the production of electricity, and those are only coal mines. Do not get load shed. So if if your suburb is near a coal mine that supplies ESCOM because it needs electricity to get the coal there via the conveyor belt, then in that suburb, you will not be a a load shed. But everyone else and every household, every household, I repeat, uh, anywhere in the country is subject to load shedding. Uh, It is totally untrue that uh, if you're a minister or anything. At any rate, uh, I I know that they have diesel, uh, they they have huge diesel generators in the official residences, uh, the the ministers. So they don't feel load shedding either way uh, in their official residences. But let's repeat this. In terms of the regulation, only a mine that supplies coal to ESCOM cannot, is exempt from load shedding. Uh, the only other category is the uh, seat of government, which is the union building specifically, and the House of Parliament in Cape Town. That's all. Uh, if if you know of a, a, a suburb that is exempt from load shedding, and that's because either the president lives there or the minister uh, lives around there then please uh, raise that with the an municipality and demand an answer. Why do we not get no Because my neighbor is still Ramaphosa as an example.
1: Um, i secondly, you've been very reassuring in terms of the um, understanding the process behind it. And certainly I, I've really enjoyed the insight. Do you have any reassuring information for us as we come up to the Jewish New Year, starting on Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, in terms of what our week is going to look like ahead?
0: I'm afraid the news uh, is not good it does remain as we are now. Uh, we currently are on stage five. And uh, if there is any reprieve, it would be very short-lived and very small uh, in the sense that we could only realistically over the next three to four days, the lowest load shedding we can go to is stage four. That That's not too much of a change. So I, I am afraid I do not have uh, good news for you in that regard, and and of course we need to make it uh, this very clear to 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 the listeners of of your radio station that this situation will carry on until we have additional capacity generation capacity which we will not get over the next two years. That, that, that's, that's our reality. And, and I wish to, to state this as forcefully as possible so that if, uh, nobody is surprised. Even if we do manage to suspend this current bout of load trading after a week or two, we will still have load trading going forward. That's unfortunately our reality.
1: Well, I guess it's actually best to understand that reality and also just thank you, Sikonati, for your your honesty and also for communicating to us. As, as I said before, you can't shoot the messenger. It's certainly um, not your fault, but um, thank you for always being available um, and for always explaining the situation to us. So I appreciate that.
0: You're welcome. Thank you.
1: And, and thank you particularly for being my guest today. Yeah, I hope I you to. have lots of sleep, um, good sleep over the next two weeks, and no, nothing untoward happens, and you you get to enjoy your sleep without that dreaded phone call.
0: We still will have, be having load shedding, so that we still will be having load shedding, so there will not be too much sleep. You for unfortunately.
1: Well, I suppose the only advantage is I can't see my my clock radio at night because it's mainly off. So I don't actually know what the time is most of the time. So um, on on that note, Sikanati, we'll leave it at that. That was Sikanati Munchansha, the spokesperson of um, ESCOM explaining exactly how load shedding works.